First team in NHL history to give up three shorthanded goals and win. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dallas Stars Hockey. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105.3 The Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Make sure you follow and never miss an episode of Locked On Stars, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend as the Stars pick up another two points against the Philadelphia Flyers on Saturday night, albeit with a dramatic flair, and it was an ugly win, but a win is a win at the end of the day, and there's plenty to get into on Saturday night about what was going on in that contest against the Philadelphia Flyers. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for detail. It was a wild one on Saturday night. I apologize I was unable to kind of cover it for you guys. Unfortunately, Fridays and Saturdays are going to be very, very tough for me because the team I'm covering plays on Friday and Saturday. It's kind of like a college schedule. So uh, I'm busy on those nights, uh, but I will do the best I can. uh, And I needed to catch up on sleep on Sunday. But I'm here and ready to go, and it works out. Stars don't play till tomorrow, and we'll look a little bit into Pittsburgh as well and see if the – Stars can finish off the Pennsylvania sweep, but uh, I was able to uh, finally watch the game yesterday. And so here are some of my takeaways as we kind of get into this one. And uh, when I went on Twitter after the game and just was kind of taking it in, it was uh, very negative and I can understand why. Then I watched it. Of course, I knew the results already, but very interesting because for the first time, the start was really good. The first 10 minutes was the best the Stars had had uh, out of their three games, which was good news because they're usually slow coming out of the gates and they're taking on shots and taking on waves from the opponent. Um, and, and there was some of that to some degree, but I, I mean, off to a much better start. Beautiful goal from Wyatt Johnston too. Uh, just coming down the left-wing side against the green. The Stars finally, in general, were much better off the rush, but there were still too many turnovers at the Flyers' line. And this has kind of been a theme throughout the first four games now is giveaways, giving up the puck as you're trying to enter the offensive zone. And DeBoer spoke on it after the game, too. He's just, we got outworked unacceptable the giveaways were terrible and he even mentioned I think he said it was 13 to 1 the turnover situation he said that's probably being generous um and and yeah there was way too much of that um it it was it was very uncharacteristic or maybe it's not with what we've seen in the first three games but specifically defensively too and and we'll get into the power play and all that shenanigans that went on. Uh, but 
Flyers are a tough team, man, especially early on this season. They're not going to be competing uh, at a high level as the season kind of wears along, you would think. But John Tortorello at the helm there, he demands hard, gritty type of play. And the Flyers forecheck hard. uh, And they're a young team, but they do work their bag off. And uh, it showed on Saturday. And and they were harder to pucks, especially later in the game. You you know, the last 10 minutes, it it was sleep time. For, for Dallas and the Flyers struck. And this is uh, another one of these issues where uh, I spoke about it a few episodes ago. You have to close out games, especially against young teams, especially early on this year when you're playing some uh, of the clubs like Anaheim and Columbus uh, and some of the bottom tier teams because, you know, they got nothing to lose, right? They're going to come out and they're going to give you all you can handle. Uh, and if you're not careful, uh, teams are going to beat you. And they're fortunate that they didn't get beat. And, you know, that's another two points that you don't have. Uh, and, and and they got out of it. Um, to, to try to stay positive, I'm a pretty glass half full kind of guy. <laughs> uh, the second period was actually pretty good. They had a really nice seven minute shift. Uh, well, not just one line, but they stack shifts together. Uh, the Sagan was very, very noticeable. Nice to see him get his first of the season too, after taking a suitor wrist shot to the belly and then it plopped down neatly for him. And he was able to bury that. Uh, that line was very, very noticeable with, Marchment and Duchesne, which is good to see. We haven't seen a ton out of the trio in general. We saw some individual flashes from Duchesne. Uh, Sagan, I think, played a really, really excellent game. It was great to see his 200-foot game come to uh, come to light in that one. Made a few defensive plays in front of his own net. A big shout-out to Scott Wedgwood, too. He was really, really good in the contest. And he had to be, uh, especially late in that first where the Flyers were coming downhill, the Stars were just giving pucks away. And, of course, they ended up uh, potting two to tie it uh, after the Stars really dominated the first 10 minutes. And then next thing you know, they're getting outshot heavily again, 15-7 to in the first period. And it's a 2-2 hockey game heading into the second. Uh, and this is another thing where the Stars have usually been very stingy in terms of the shot on goal department. Uh, and now for back-to-back, games Anaheim and Philadelphia has almost doubled up on them so uh we're 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 seeing this kind of stretch play on you know if there's a silver lining is is I don't think we're even close to seeing to seeing uh the stars best they haven't even I don't think come near that peak of where they want to be which is good too uh and credit to them you they downplayed uh, a lot of what happened on Saturday uh, with Jamie and, and Pavelski when he spoke post game that they have to be better. And, and they understand that the expectations are very, very high in the building. And uh, that's kind of led to high expectations from everybody that's talking about this squad, uh, which uh, is good in a lot of ways. But it's, it's a whole different ball game. Expectations can be a, a bit tricky. Uh, and they're and they're still looking to to play their best. Uh, but that second p- 
period. They played really good for about a seven-minute stretch. Of course, Rope got on the board early uh, and very similar to Johnston's goal just on the other side against the grain. Uh, and, and he's just so fun to watch when he's flying around. It was a great give and go with him and Robertson. Uh, we're still waiting for Robertson's first goal, but uh, he, he's been very, very effective, especially since Rope came back after missing the one game. That line is just off and running once again, which is great to see. But yeah, too many, too many turnovers at the Flyers line. And that's bled over into the power play too. When you talk about entry, uh, entries into the zone, just forcing passes through the middle of the rink and then they get picked off and you have nobody back. Uh, and then you're leaving your, your netminder out to dry. And the shorthanded problem isn't even just dedicated to this game because we saw in the first three, they were just fortunate enough that Otter was there to make every save. This team could have easily given up five shorthanded goals at this point. The amount of odd man rushes that St. Louis had a few times, uh, and I, it, was, it, it wasn't as bad uh, against uh, Vegas. Uh, they didn't get that many power play opportunities. But, you know, this is what we have seen for, for a handful of games now. These two-on-ones and odd man rushes and then, of course, the breakaways on Saturday night. And it finally came back to haunt them. Uh, yeah, they got the job done at the end of the day. But uh, it, was, it was a little bit frightening to see that uh, this is continuing to happen. And you're having to get bailed out by your goaltender. And Wedgwood had to do that a few times, too. Uh, Philadelphia could have had more, which is uh, almost preposterous to to even say, but, uh, you know, we've continued to see that for a handful of games, uh, and uh, it, it has to be fixed. I think it will be fixed. They're too good of a power play because it was arguably the best, uh, you know, attribute they had last season. They were fifth in all of the National Hockey League in their power play percentage, and they were just rocking and rolling, and you should with the personnel you have. Um, and it just seems that they, they're maybe trying to do too much. Um, I don't know, but uh, it, it needs to be fixed in a hurry because when you play the upper echelon in the Western Conference, they are very, very good, and they're going to make you pay, as we're all well aware of. Um, so it, it wasn't the best sight to see all these uh, chances and opportunities coming the other way. But they played a good game up till about the 10-minute mark in the third. They really did. It just got really ugly after that, and they kind of fell asleep. And when you're up two, I expect this team to close out games. I don't care who you're playing. And when you go on a power play, like, come on. It, it, it's time to put the nail in the coffin and go night-night so you can coast for five minutes because we're not worried. Um, and this allowing teams into games – and we we uh, the the documents of the OT struggles have been well documented, and it seems like for now it may be getting a bit better. Of course, Pavelski bailed you out again, which is uh, never a bad thing. Uh, but uh, plenty plenty to work on. Um, let's continue talking on this topic because there was a, a lot to get into the game and I want to touch on some more of the positives because th there was some <laughs> in the contest uh, I try not to get bogged down by the 10 minutes e even though it, it really is uh, easy to uh, so we'll continue kind of recapping this one because 
Thomas Harley was phenomenal, and and I want to touch on him. I thought he played his best game of the year, uh, and we'll and we'll do that and some more next on Locked On Stars. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. Tyler Sagan scores a hat trick. You have the Dallas Stars winning the Stanley Cup, and if you want to win a hundred times your money. Play daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. These are all possible scenarios for the season, but to have a chance at winning big, you need to play daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. As the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in fantasy hockey contests. You have studs. You have your Miro Haskinens of the world. Did not play his best the other night, I know. But you have your Rope Hints and your McDavid's, your Ovechkin's, all of them. And all you got to do is pick more or less on certain stats. You have stats like goals, assists, saves, plus minus. You already know. And tons more. And you heard me, Stars fans, 100 times payout on Sleeper. So start paying attention. And get your picks right so you could win big. Especially for tomorrow, every team in the National Hockey Game or National Hockey League is playing tomorrow, not game. There's going to be six team games, all 32 teams in action, including your Dallas Stars against those Pittsburgh Penguins. So use promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Locked On NHL. See Sleepers terms of use for details. Alrighty, let's get into uh, some more here on Locked On Stars about this uh, Stars win over the Philadelphia Flyers 3-2. to Go ahead and check out Locked On Rangers, by the way. How about those Rangers going into Houston in Game 6 and getting out a huge win? Oh, that Adolis Garcia Grand Slam was just music to my ears. Uh, that was awesome to see. Uh, and good for them, man, facing a Game 7. I know many of us from the Metroplex are going to be locked into that tonight, and it's perfect that the Stars are not playing. Uh, I'm not going to say that many times throughout the year, but it, it's perfect so we can all have our eyes on this Game 7 with a trip to the World Series on the line. Uh, so uh, enjoy that one tonight. Okay, um, let's segue into uh, Thomas Harley because he played phenomenal. I thought he played his best game of the year on Saturday night. It was good to see. I, I, I you know, I, I think he was probably the best uh, defenseman on the team, uh, arguably in this one. Miro had a, a bit of an off night. Uh, he was still very effective. Like, look, Miro number four is going to be fine. Uh, even when he's making mistakes, he's just that type of player. But Harley was very, very good in, in, in a few situations. The PK continues to be good. Uh, of course, they were a bit more disciplined uh, on the night, which was good, and unlike how they were in Anaheim. Uh, but uh, I thought Hartley played very, very good. Just he he was he was jumping up in the rush. He was active, and when he is, I think that's when he's at his best. We saw that in the stretch he played in the playoffs last year. Not afraid to to get into the rush and and jump up. And he had a few times where he's cutting towards the net. Uh, and he had a couple chances in front of Esser, which was uh, good to see because uh, when he's connected and into the contest, he's a very, very excellent defenseman. And I can't wait for the day when Harley and Mira are playing together. It's going to be such a fun pairing to watch. And and Harley's still young, and he, he, he still is figuring it out, right? They say 200 games is kind of the benchmark. Uh, 
before you really know how to play defense in the NHL. And uh, he's still a bit of a ways from that, right? It's still his first full NHL season, we all know. Uh, but uh, I have high expectations for the guy, and I think he's going to be a great, great defenseman for a long, long time. And who knows, with him playing with Hockenpah, I wonder if he's uh, a bit more reserved in how he wants to play. Uh, he, he probably is to a certain degree because Hockenpah can get beat just by speed and Harley may be want to be a bit more cautious on picking and choosing when he wants to jump up and be offensive. Um, but it would be great to see him kind of have a longer leash because he has the speed to get back. And he, he is very, very aware, aware defensively. And I think he's somewhat like Miro. Uh, he thinks the defensive side of the puck first, which is always a good trait. Never going to knock a guy like that. Uh, and, and as he gets more and more comfortable, I think you're going to see that leash get a bit longer. Uh, and, and he's really going to start having an impact on the game. But I thought he was very, very good uh, uh, just throughout the contest in general. Um, Jamie Ben with uh, a beautiful goal on the two on one. Uh, nice to see him cash in too for his second uh, of the year. Uh, it was just a kind of vintage coming down the right wing wall. And then he just picks a corner. Uh, the stars all scored similar goals against the grain coming down your offside, your off wing and, uh, and, and then beating Esser far side or whatever side that is. Uh, and, uh, they, they had his number. Uh, and when Ben put it up four, two at the time, you're thinking this is over. Uh, and then it, and then it all went uh, a bit crazy. You, you have to give credit to Philly though. They were very, very aggressive in their penalty kill. And when the stars were not executing properly, they made them pay. Uh, and I don't know what's going on with the power play. From, from my standpoint, I think they're being a bit too, uh, I guess you could say, trying to force the issue. They're not making the simple play with their zone entries especially. And that's where kind of all the problems arise. It's been a bit twofold. They haven't won a ton of face-offs, which has led to some of this because, of course, you're not starting with the puck which is surprising too, because they're a phenomenal face-off team. But when you're losing these draws and then you're having to travel the whole 200 feet length of the ice, it, it makes it tough. And, you know, with a team that's going to work hard like Philly, they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to just lay down, let you come into the zone. They're very, uh, very on top of it. They're setting up that neutral zone trap and they're, forcing the stars into bad situations and they were forcing them through the middle of the rink and the stars, once they get across the line, they like to dump it to either the right or left side. If it's, it's usually hints or, or Robertson that's kind of standing on the blue line, which I've never liked because they want to come in with speed. And when you have a guy flat footed on the blue line, you take a lot of your options away. And that's what we saw with Miro when he was cutting in and eventually uh, he, he turned it over and then Konecki went down on the, the breakaway is those are some of the issues because they're not using, which I think is their greatest strength is their speed. Uh, and they try to hit hints down the wing. Most times I get that and, and teams are going to look to take that away. They may need to choose other options and routes. Don't be afraid to dump and chase. I know that's not pretty, uh, but if teams are going to take your best options away, sometimes you're going to have to do it the hard way. Uh, and they have the personnel to do it. 
uh, at least if Rope's flying down the wing and you can't hit him to carry the puck in, you can chip it to a corner, chip it to an area, and Hintz is going to go get that and win the race 98% of the time. Easier said than done. I understand that. Uh, but the giveaways uh, are, are not the right alternative. Uh, and, and the power play has has been very, very sketchy already in the first five games. We thought it may have come alive against Anaheim with, with the two goals uh, against the Ducks, and it, it kind of fell back uh, to what we saw. And uh, giving up two shorthanded goals in the last 10 minutes of the game is not good, and you're, and you're holding your, your backup goaltender out to dry too. And Wedgwood was really, really good in the contest, uh, and kind of what you expect out of him. He's just so, so solid and he, he he's not going to win you a game all the time. Uh, but if you play well enough in front of him, you're going to be just, uh, just fine. And, uh, putting up four goals in the contest, you should have had no problems, uh, winning in 60, but, uh, they were pushed past 60 and, and big shout out to Joe Pavelski, by the way, I, I know I haven't touched on it much cause I'm getting into some of the uh, the issues that the Stars had, but a beautiful goal on the backhand. Johnston with a great feed. By the way, he was the best forward on the night. Three points in the contest, too, with a couple of assists and a beautiful goal, and especially on the game winner. And, and Pavelski just so calm. I mean, Esser had no chance. He goes to the backhand and puts it up where Mama hides the cookies, uh, and the Stars get out of there with a full two points. Good to see them win in OT. Uh, very, very good overtime period. They did not give up a ton of grade A chances. They're patient. That's the emphasis that DeBoer is having. The philosophy uh, philosophy hasn't really changed. He still wants them to be patient and take their time and get the best possible chance. Uh, and uh, it, it, it kind of comes down to what the Stars do best, too, in the OT. Pavelski had to win two important draws in the offensive zone, and he won the last one. Stars jump on the puck. Why Johnston has three guys coming to him and Pavelski's all alone. And of course he buries it uh, to uh, seal the game. So all in all, it's a two points. It's two points at the end of the day. Uh, and the stars are off to a, a nice four game point streak, which is good as well as they prepare for the penguins here tomorrow night. And we're going to take a, a bit of a look at those uh, Pittsburgh penguins as the stars Head to Pittsburgh, Sidney Crosby and Malkin in the crew, which is always a fun contest. And we'll jump into that a bit more in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings you the winning trophy and is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every single time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Time to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you for all your love and support. Uh, go ahead and follow me on the old Twitter thing, Joey the Jet 19 I'm usually there 
just firing off my stars opinions uh, during the game. And I love interacting with you guys too. I really appreciate all the comments. It's so fun to read and get your observations and uh, just to kind of see what you guys are, are, are seeing. Uh, and you know, a lot of it is similar to, to what I am. Uh, I, I will say some of uh, you were a bit more uh, extreme on some ends, but just it's never a bad thing um, because I, I will always side on the, uh, the glasses half full. That's just kind of my nature. Uh, and I feel like sometimes I, I need to be a, a bit more uh, on the critical side. So I feel like we all balance each other out. Uh, let's uh, dive into a bit of these Pittsburgh Penguins have not got off to uh, the best start, uh, but, but a decent one, of course, uh, they're coming off two losses though, where they have not played particularly good uh, against opponents that I think they believe they should have no issues with. Um, of course, they had opening night against Bedard, uh, and that game got uh, a ton of ton of eyeballs on it uh, for good reason with uh, Crosby and Bedard. Uh, but after that, they won back to back games against the Capitals in Calgary, pretty handedly and now they've lost pretty handedly their last two uh to Detroit they gave up six goals and uh then against St. Louis on Saturday night they lost four to two uh and reading a, a, a few things after that one people were not thrilled inside the building they actually changed up their lineup for the first time against St. Louis uh they were rocking and rolling with the same one since opening lineup uh, they changed up the defensive pairings uh, a bit. And, of course, the huge splash in the offseason was bringing in Eric Carlson, the North Trophy winner. Uh, so they're just, you know, ready to score at any time uh, with the, the firepower they have on the back end. And, of course, Evgeny Malkin is a guy you can't forget about. Uh, so this is going to be a, a tough, tough contest because they haven't played very well. Uh, in their eyes, and the Stars haven't played very well in their eyes either, even though both teams have done okay coming out of the gate. Like, they're picking up points, but they're not anywhere near the expectation uh, that they want to be. Evgeny's firing, man. Eight points in, in, in five games. He's got four goals and four assists. He's having a great season. 37-year-old, of course, uh, has been a staple there in Pittsburgh forever. Uh, it's always fun, too, when you get to play Crosby and these guys. Uh the last game when they played in Pittsburgh was that uh, kind of a heartbreaker where uh, Ottinger was playing phenomenal and so were the stars and they gave up a goal. I, I think in the last, what was it? Minute of the game where Malkin ended up uh, beating Otter and they ended up taking the full two points away from the stars. And of course, Dallas had a, a few of those uh, <laughs> last season where they gave up some buzzer beaters, but um, yeah, not very happy about their play, especially coming off two losses. And they've had a similar schedule. They haven't played a lot of hockey, so they're still probably trying to get into their groove. And so with the stars, with the amount of days they've kind of had off, and of course they have a, you know, a, a few more here before tomorrow night. So I think it's going to be a fun, fun contest. Could be a great goaltending matchup with uh, Ottinger and uh, Jari uh, in between the pipes. So uh, tons to get into. And of course we'll get into this more tomorrow, uh, but uh, wanted to touch on it for sure uh, because uh, when these two teams meet, it seems to be fantastic games, especially recently. Uh, the, the Stars uh, have been very good against Pittsburgh on home ice. Of course, this is on the road, and uh, we'll get to see them head back on the road for uh, a few more games here 
in recent uh, in their most recent days, and we'll see how they do. They've been a good road team. Of course, the Stars were a phenomenal road team a season ago where they finished with more wins than they did on home ice. And, uh, you know, it's good, I think, for them to get on the road, forces them to play a bit of a different style. Uh, and they played really well against Anaheim after having a horrendous start, uh, as we touched on on Friday. Uh, so uh, a, a good club, though. You, you can't fall asleep against Pittsburgh, that's for sure. They will make you pay. They have way too much offensive talent with uh, Gunstall, Crosby, uh, and, and Eric Carlson and Latang on the back end. Uh, yeah, that's not a, a, a unit uh, you want to you want to see uh, too too often coming downhill on you. So they have to be disciplined, of course, uh, and uh, they need to get out to another quick start if they can have the start they did against Philadelphia and hopefully sustain that. Uh, they'll be just fine. They have not played a full sixty minutes though, uh, which is concerning to some degree. But at the same time, they have not played a lot of hockey. It's a veteran group. They were dealing with injuries during training camp. Uh, I'm going to use this excuse for now for the next few weeks uh, until we're about a month into this thing. And if, if these issues continue to rise in struggles, then we're, we're going to start having a different conversation. Uh, but they're getting there. The stars are getting there. I believe it. Okay. It's just it, they're going to go through this funkiness and uh, they're going to figure it out. And DeBoer uh, is, is certainly not happy with it. Uh, and uh, they're going to iron out these details and hopefully come back better tomorrow night. So, all right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Once again, thank you so much as always. Be sure to subscribe. Almost to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube, by the way. Let's continue to grow this community. We're almost there. Really appreciate all the comments and the feedback. You can follow me on the Twitter thing at JoeyTheJet19. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Can't wait for tomorrow night. Stars versus Penguins. Just feels big, doesn't it? That just that game feels big. Tons of hockey, too. All day long. All 32 teams in action. Uh, I know th that the media has gone crazy with that. Uh, that's what the thing, which will be fun. So, uh, But enjoy the baseball tonight for all of you Rangers fans. I know not all of you care, uh, but for us in the Metroplex, we're very, very excited to beat the armpit of Houston. Let's do it. Game seven. It's magical. Stars had a great game seven against Seattle during their playoff run. Uh, let's, let's have the Rangers do the same thing. So enjoy that. And then tomorrow we'll break down some more of this thing on the Pittsburgh Penguins and we'll have a, a ton of fun uh, tomorrow night as well. Okay. Thank you so much. Once again, that'll do it for locked on stars. Have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll catch you tomorrow. So long stars fans.